Welcome everybody to our first ever podcast for Support Together. Fill your cup up. Yeah, we are sitting here and I'm kind of speechless, so I don't know what way this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Una is going to be quiet by the looks of it. <laughs> Come on, Gemma. Take her hand. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. We word of warning, there may be, there will be colourful language throughout this because... Um, it wouldn't be us if we didn't drop a wee or two. Yeah. Um, so just hold on tight. Um, I suppose really we'll talk about today how we got to be here today, how we got to be doing the podcast. That's a good idea, yeah. Where <laughs> you go. Oh, I'm happy to sit and listen to you. <laughs> um, we, this year we did rebranding for the charity and we changed our logo. Um, give it a wee bit of a facelift. And from that there, um, when we were talking to a lovely wee man down the road, um, we got the idea of a podcast. We all love to talk. Mm-hmm. The mummies love to hear us talk. Mm-hmm. They love to hear the stories. The banter. Yeah. Um, and so here we are today uh, recording the first one. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll gauge the interest, engage the topics and see what people um, want to hear. And we'll take it from there. It could take off or it could sink. Mm-hmm. Could definitely sink. <laughs> um, we're dipping our toe to see what it's like. Yeah. Um, the main aim of our podcast will be girls. Am I right in saying bringing awareness to postnatal um antenatal depression and anxiety? Yeah. Um, perinatal mental health. Um, we're as we try to do anyway is reduce the stigma that surrounds me- um mental health and shine a light and encouragement and hope for anybody that may be struggling. Yeah, and shows those highlight the challenges when people enter into parenthood, and that's mother and father. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, over the next few weeks, we'll be talking about ourselves, our stories, the bitch that is postnatal depression, mm-hmm. and the village that we are um, of support together. So, if we go around the room and we'll start off with, who are you, Gemma? And what brought you to support together? I am Gemma Cassidy. I have uh, one son, Podrick, who is now five and a half. Started whenever Podrick was about three weeks old. Mm-hmm. I had Podrick via IVF, um, which led me to become extremely anxious antenatally. Um, and whenever I had Podrick, the shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. I hit the wall and just froze um i reached out for support via support together um i met una in my living room i'll never forget it um and i suppose it's just gone from there my i attended a program with SureServe via support together um never looked back gatherings and different bits of places then i volunteered um, for about three years mm-hmm. and now I am employed as perinatal support and education coordinator within the charity so and I love helping mummies to become well themselves because I've been through it mm-hmm. and that is me you've lived and learned I have yeah and that all seems very you've said that all in a couple of seconds or whatever but uh-huh. much much more went on and between yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and your journey was had a lot of ups and downs and even remember lockdown 
Yeah. You coming. Um, I struggled through lockdown because of, I suppose, Podrick was, is my only son. And the fear mm-hmm. of anything happening to him mm-hmm. really affected me. It yeah. did. And I remember us talking about it a bit like a, a predator, maybe a COVID mm-hmm. hanging about. And mm-hmm. is it going to come and attack? Oh, I was a lioness. You were. You were mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely a, a hard time for you yes. and Sean mm-hmm. watching you um, try, mm-hmm. trying to um, navigate your way through it. I, I had the support of support together then that got me through it. Yeah, and look at you now. Mm-hmm. Me Jim Jim. Wee jam jam. Mm-hmm. 1.50 hands. With 1.50 hands. Jam has got tiny, tiny hands, folks. Uh-huh. So she Kira's has. got many long, long fingers. My husband has, has named her the 1.50 hand. She has. Um, Una, who were you and what brought you to support together? Well, support together didn't exist. Um, uh, when I fell ill with antenatal depression. No, I didn't fall ill with antenatal depression. <laughs> Sorry, folks, I didn't. I fell ill with postnatal anxiety after the birth of my wonderful daughter, Caitlin. And it was due to um, my sister, Brenda, coming into the house and noticing me being very much, Gemma mentioned, a lioness, and that is seeing everything and everyone as a predator. My anxiety was through the roof. Nobody could feed Caitlin the way I could. Nobody could change Caitlin the way I could. And Brenda was changing the nappy. And being the younger sister had the nerve to go, what the hell's wrong with you now? You're staring at me, you're watching me, you're... And um, I goes, um, I think I have antenatal, or I think I have postnatal anxiety. And the only reason I knew I had that was because of a conversation we had way, way back at work. Um, a health visitor came in and did a talk to the staff way before I was a mummy, because we always talked about the child, the child, but we never really discussed the emotional, mental health of the mother and father so that's that was a seed that was first planted brenda couldn't believe that this illness existed and that she knew nothing about it and either did my mum so i suffered for quite a while very early on um so this antenatal um, anxiety or i always say antenatal folks and i didn't have it antenatal i loved being pregnant that was Mm -hmm. the whole shock of it um, I think I'm saying antenatal and postnatal because that's us when we talk about support together. Mm-hmm. Um, but my postnatal um, anxiety then led into depression. So really what had happened was one sister suffered, which was me and the other supported. And by her highlighting that, oh my God, nobody knows about this. Um, this is terrible. How are we able to help you? You know, you're ill and we're, what are we able to do? We know no, nothing about it. So they were very unequipped. Um, they had very disempowered. They didn't know what the language to use or how, how, how to navigate me as we talked even about mm-hmm. how we were able to help you, Gemma, and that was yeah. through knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we always talk and support together about once you understand, you're able to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's really where it started and down a couple of months maybe. There's a lot of it I don't remember because I know I was ill at that time, but there was conversations Brenda did have and goes, do you know, this is something we need to look at, um, something that we need to invest more in and maybe start a support group up, but we couldn't do nothing until I became well. Mm-hmm. So support together started, and the two is immensely important. 
we didn't do the TO, we did the number two because it takes two. It takes two to create a conversation. And when we do that, we're able to support. And together, we hopefully can find wellness through the dark, bad times that we have all, that we us three have all went through the, the the darkness of it. Um. So there's where support together did not exist. In my, in my day, we started off a support group. Didn't know if anybody was going to come. One mummy came, and that mummy kept coming back every month. And from that, um, we are now a support organisation. Maybe thirteen years down the line, I've I, there's a lot I don't remember, and I think it's when you're in the middle of something, um, and that's something that I want to go and look back a wee bit. When did we actually start? How long are we actually going? And even bringing Brenda's story into this because she'll remember much more that I won't, mm-hmm. because you know when something starts because of you, mm-hmm. um, you're in the middle of it, um, so. Yeah, what I have availed of support together, um, if um, it was there in my day, I don't know. And that's often, that's why I admire so many mummies that gift their time to us and put their trust in us. Um, but So yeah, that's where it started many years ago and the sunflower is an amazing flower and it toss, um raise that whole purpose of hope. Mm. And that's what we are, that we pinhole of hope. Oh, that's lovely. You know, I'm sitting here thinking the amount of mummies you have helped, the amount of mummies mm. that are here today on this earth because of Support Together and Una Leonard. Una Mary Leonard. Una Mary Leonard. You're giving away my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> um, my whole identity. I know when I don't, <clears throat> I don't really often sit and think about that enough because I think you could be very overwhelmed about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, definitely without a shadow of a doubt if we um brenda hadn't planted that first seed if i hadn't heard from a talk a half an hour talk when i was not a mummy about the illness you know there's where the support and education has come from do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean i got educated just a half an hour talk but got me to go to the doctor very quickly um there's my sister coming in going i didn't know anything about this realizing well education is very very important mm-hmm. for a mummy to feel that she has and that big hug around her and that security so we have um I, that does be a bit overwhelming i get a wee bit um i'm not embarrassed i don't even know if that's the right terminology to use it's more no but no no it's not to do with us you know the mummies will get well anyway um, but when I'm sitting here and I've got Gemma on my right hand side and Kira on my left hand side and I was very present when you two were very ill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and knowing that you had that support and it took two mm-hmm. and from that then led you now into working with Support Together which is I think it's absolutely bloody amazing um, but when you're in the middle of it a bit like everything else I'm in the middle of it I don't realise how powerful it is. Aye, how much because, it's going on. Um, and that's not taking anything away from anybody. It's because this is a part of my life. It's a part of my DNA. It's a part of my family's life. Support together is the other child within within my family. Um, but yeah. Now, we're going to hand you over to <laughs> all this doll on my left-hand side. Kira. Um, my name's Kira. And I am married with three children, four if you include my husband. Sometimes he's the biggest child of the whole lot. I've got two lovely boys and one little princess. 
would have suffered a lot of depression in my younger years, teenage years, stresses at school and life. Um, thought I was no bother, get on, just get on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got had my first baby, and um, loved him with every ounce of me, but was so scared and so lonely. Um, went to the doctor quite early on and nobody knew that I was on my own, only my husband and my doctor for a long time. Went through sheer start and the wee lady in the sheer start slipped a wee pink card into my back pocket one day and said, that's a wee Charlie and Oma if you want to give them a, um, a ring. It's two two sisters and they might be able to help you. It took me a long time to get the courage to um, mm-hmm. connect into support together. I was pregnant and almost ready to pop my second child out before I did. And thank God I did because second time around with not looking about myself the first time around was a hell of a lot worse. Um, second time around was a lot darker and I needed the support. And support together is the reason why I'm still here today. And I've often said it and, I, and I'll and i shout it because I know the power of, of the help that I got. Um, it's because of support together and it's because of Una that I'm my children aren't attending a grave. And I am here sitting beside you. Um, I went on to have my third baby. Which was amazing because I didn't have postnatal depression. Um, I would have had probably antenatal anxiety with Orla's pregnancy because of, holy shit, what have I done? Why have I, why have I put myself through this? Um, didn't have the postnatal depression with Orla. Totally different experience because I was educated. Mm-hmm. Eamon was educated. We understood it. We knew what was going on. The front door was opened for the bitch that is postnatal. If she wanted to come in, she didn't come in because I was equipped and I was ready with the boxing gloves to put her out. Yeah. And I've changed so much and I've grew so much and I'm a totally different person from then. Uh, yes, I had postnatal depression. Yes, it changed my life, but I'm a far better person for having it. And I love mm-hmm. Being able to share my story. I love being able to help another mummy. I can nearly sniff them out. And I know probably, I probably have friends that avoid me because they think, oh. But um, this Kira, this me, wear my heart in my sleeve. I might curse a wee bit. Plenty of tears. Mm-hmm. But um, it's my passion. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's a common thread with the three of us. Yeah. It's We're our experts by experience. Like, Things you've said, Kira, is similar to what I've went through myself, and and same as Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's our journey. That's your journey. Mm-hmm. That's mine, and that's Gemma's. Um, and definitely the I suppose out there, people think whenever you have antenatal and postnatal depression and anxiety, that you don't love your baby. And that can be very true. And I think often you're that consumed with anxiety. That it's the love is buried down that much because you are living in fear, mm-hmm. constant fear, and then guilt then feeds the fear. And often what we find even with mummies, um, that we what that we're working with, um, they they're they've either come from maybe having a loss. Yeah, I had a loss. Uh-huh. Um and then I'm going full term and and this expectation that um, people have of you, that you should be happy, happy, happy. But, you know, Gemma, you've shared mm-hmm. that about your IVF yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and you too, embryos. Mm-hmm. And 
I enjoyed, really enjoyed my pregnancy and motherhood. But Jesus, the fear got me. I was just paralysed with fear. And then mm-hmm. what's not long after that is, is guilt, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because why am I feeling like this? Uh-huh. I I'm supposed so to be delighted. elated and overjoyed. And yes, I was. Mm-hmm. But it was, what if something's wrong? What if I do this? What if I do that wrong? And mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What will everybody else think? Uh-huh. was mine. What are they thinking? And I I think it's the expectations that we have of ourselves, but also the expectations that the community have on us. and Even societal expectations. Big time. TV, social media, Mm -hmm. you know. If I, I think if I heard once, sure, but no bother to you, care, sure you. I was always a person with three or three children hanging off me. Mm -hmm. I was a babysitter for the country. Mm -hmm. I'd be no bother to care, sure, she could could change an nappy and her eyes closed. Yeah. That was I could do all that there, but it was the emotional turmoil inside my head of mm-hmm. I'm not doing this right. Uh, nobody can know that I'm struggling. Nobody can know that I'm not enjoying this. Nobody can know that this is not mm-hmm. this is not what I expected. My husband was feared for his life for, to leave me with the wind because, God forbid, I would say and admit to the health visitor that I wasn't feeling well. They were going to come in the, in the white van, the white coat, take me away, mm-hmm. take the wind. Yeah, and I think we prepare so much for um, labour. You know, that antenatal, but there's a big life after that. Mm -hmm. You know, and we prepare also, I know I was obsessed with the pram and the, what am I going to, the the cot and the way I was going to have the nursery. So I never even think I had conversations with Michael about what it's going to be like to be a mother and father. You know, Mm -hmm. the aftermath, um, there's where it was. Scary. Very much so. And the amount of mothers are, are thinking that and fathers, but they're ashamed and feel that they're inadequate or they're, they're a bad parent if they admit it. And, you know, often just having that first conversation allows you to move through it mm-hmm. and realise, you know what, I'm bloody human. That's what... And again, I talk, we talk openly about entering the hood. You know, you enter the hood, we don't know what we're entering. It's you an know. awful bloody shock to system. It is. Oh, Jesus. Yet, but not just grows. Grows. Do you remember her oh. mummy said to us the way back... About her, her a baby was handed to her uh-huh. in the labour ward, and she looked at the baby and said, "Like a bag of spuds." I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went and delivered talks for us, and she would say, "Her love did grow. It grows, you know. This big aha moment of I remember my husband walking up and down the labour ward and go, "What am I meant to feel here? Mm-hmm. What am I meant to, do you know? Just be with. Mm-hmm. Take every day, every minute." at a time because we absolutely we need to start um looking after ourselves rather than always being consumed with guilt the shoulders the couldas nearly would consume me This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast, and we couldn't bring the podcast to you today without the support of Moody Activewear. Moody Activewear creates high-quality, functional activewear so that you can feel good doing the things that you love. They don't just support your ass, they support your head, because they donate 100% of their profits to organisations dedicated to supporting women's mental health, such as Support Together. Visit moodyactivewear.co.uk. 
That's a very deep conversation there for a while, wasn't it? Oh, there, folks. That's what it's all about. Well, that's a wee bit about us. That's a wee bit about where we started. Um, You've heard me talk about the bitch. We have a... the She's the most beautiful character of um, what we would call postnatal. Um, she looks like Victoria Beckham, I think. Yeah, she's she very is very glamorous. She's just very glamorous, beautiful. What do you what do you think you should be after you have this child? You know, no no belly, no fat, perfect. You know, all the rest of it. But um, the bitch was definitely in my house for a while, um, and well, I have the keys back now. She can't get back in again, so she can't. But um, I suppose even knowing where that came from. Mm-hmm. Kira calls it the bitch and their mummies call it many many a name um, uh, and it came from it and it was a mummy that wrote a poem whenever we um, supported the mum and I don't know all the poem I used to know it off by heart but um, I'm getting to that age in my life at some what age like are you now I'm turning 50 this year <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> there'll be another wee sunflower peeping up <laughs> for, for menopause support group but anyway she wrote a poem do you remember it was meant like it robbed me of my happiness it stole who I was before it robbed me from seeing my child grow up everything seemed a chore mm-hmm. and it went on and she kept repeating it and that's where the the name it people think it is a technical you know to do with IT mm-hmm. and stuff no it is the character that this mum named and then from that we brought in the illustration and we took got the illustration um done out and took it out to training and it was a powerful thing to say to mums what's the sign and signs and symptoms well, how are you feeling and to put it in a post-it and then we stuck it on the it character brother to life and then you stand back and go you know you're you're i'm still una mary leonard there's a different version of me now and i'm living with these signs and symptoms and you would have pointed at the character it but it is not me. That so it became the illness. Is on that really mm-hmm. where we, um, and the mums. It's a very powerful. We when a mummy picks that leaflet up, a lot of them will turn around and say to me, um, and I've said it to you, ladies, as well. I've looked at that a few times. I've looked at it a few times. Put it in my bag. I put it in my bag. I used it to was, hate it in my drawer mm-hmm. at the very start. It's hid in the back of my kitchen drawer, afraid to look at it because I told you the truth. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that, that. that leaflet is designed by mums, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's so powerful. So you're right, that character's there. We have it in the office. One's kind of... Uh, She's battered and bruised, girls. <laughs> I think we need to put it in the bin no. because mums do give it a wee kick and all time. And I think it's more like the punch, you know, the, the gloves out and it's just to to get that wee bit of aggravation out of them. But yeah, so there's Maybe we it. need a blow up one. Oh yeah, the bounces back. Mm-hmm. I bet she'd be busted in no time. No, but you know them ones that you get when you have the boxing gloves oh, and the weighted one. The weighted and goes boing, but <laughs> give it a good. I wish you could. Well, I suppose she would hit you, but sure, she does. Uh-huh, she the does. illness does. The illness does. That's correct. Yeah. Right then, I know. Why are you calling me? Fill your cup. Wasn't meant to be me saying this. Um, I suppose when you walk into our hub, the first thing you're always at, you're greeted with a big hello. Um, and we make it very important that the mum is seen and we want to give that message out straight away that this is a place where you're going to be held and heard and in and out of our mouths we turn around and we go would you like a little cuppa and um, I'm fond of the tea the two girls here are fond of coffee. the coffee and you have mums who love green tea you have mums who love diluted juice or whatever but even that's a double meaning because 
What happens is when you enter the hood, often you put self on the shelf and you forget about who you are and your identity. And often you then run life on empty. And when you are met by anything, maybe a child being sick or you lose your job or yourself becoming sick or your husband, your partner, your car conking out, you start catastrophizing. Everything is big and worse than what it really is. And you're coming from a problem state of mind. And when that's like nobody would run a car on, um, you know, that kind of you have to fill your car up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and being a car exhausted. And we were to we so we were to we place last week, and that's what we were talking about. You, you you run yourself on exhausted, but you wouldn't run your car on exhausted. You know, you make sure it's equipped with diesel, oil, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that's really where we often. When a mummy comes into us, they're often coming in really in an empty tank, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. And we get them to measure themselves on a jug. Um, and it, I think that's a really important message that what we do, what we, our main aim and support together is about that connect four. We do connect, communicate, cocoon and control, but it always starts with connection, mm-hmm. building that connection with self. So fill your cup up. And even talking to us today or hearing from us today and hearing from us hopefully over the next few weeks, if we can give you wee tips or even taking that 10 minutes out to listen to us slabbering, yeah. <laughs> whatever we're going to say. <laughs> With a hot cup. With a uh-huh. hot cup. We'll fill your cup up because you're sitting realizing I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not going mad. I'm human. It's okay to feel like this. But it's not all right to stay in it. Sure it isn't. No, definitely not. No. So that's where fill your cup came from. There was a debate going fill your cup. And I'm always the cup, but we realise there's a plenty, there's a load of um other podcasts. So fill your cup, because that's what we're about and support together. Mm-hmm. You want a cuppa. Sit down there. A cup of tea. A wee cuppa. What is what do you do? Do you want to fill your cuppa? No, keep it clean, do? keep it clean. What do I mm. I know what I know the kind of carry on you be at. Mm-hmm. I did spend the weekend with you. <laughs> Sabbath rooms now. Sabbath <laughs> rooms. I I take time out. I go to a quiz every Wednesday night with my friends. Um and I really enjoy that. We started doing that about six months ago. And I just that connection, as you say, mm-hmm. is brilliant. A bit of laugh and a bit of crack. Um I love doing jigsaws. I'm a big jigsaw nerd. So I um love doing that keeps me well and I suppose it's a bit of mindfulness at the same time. I'm going to write that down because no doubt I'll probably get you for Secret Santa this year. Jigsaw, Gemma. Yeah, I do like it. Um, And I suppose getting out and about and seeing family and friends and, you know, holistic treatments, I love it. I'm a very holistic kind of person. Um, Mm -hmm. I suppose I'm training in massage and reflexology and I've kind of always like that kind of string of calm and good energy and things like mm-hmm. that there you know so yeah you know how do you fill your cup do you know that's something that i have to work hard on at times because i am a person that kind of gives a lot to others and then i run myself an empty so i've got better at it and i think it is something we all like i know you've said a lot of great list of stuff there but often stuff that you drop, you can drop that, mm-hmm. couldn't you, Gemma? Mm-hmm. And it's because you're in a good place. So you're mm-hmm. and that's, you're in a good place for a reason because you are filling your cup up. But I make a conscious yeah. choice to keep yeah. doing them things. That wasn't your for that wasn't your always. No. 
and and, that, and that's a, you've learned a whole new um way of thinking yeah and that's through your whole journey of recovery and you're in discovery mm-hmm. so i know with myself and i love chatting and you know that right mm-hmm. and i love i'm a people's person but i know come the weekend i'm peopled out often and i love cocooning myself in the house um with the candles on with a good netflix movie something that i don't have to think about um time on my family um i really uh, uh, I really like that. I really get a lot out of that. But also what I'm fighting, I'm discovering more of me. I want to take my phone out. I want to get my camera dusted off the shelf. I want to get out now into Mother Nature. And before I would have thought, I couldn't have been bothered with that. So it's where I'm at at the minute. You know, mm-hmm. and I we, we all shift. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a connector. I love connection. I think we're very, very lucky within our work that we um, help each other to maintain our wellness mm-hmm. um not everybody has that luxury um i didn't always have that so it's something i work on i don't take it for granted folks yeah you una's very um arty and creative and anybody who's been in our office will know that um <laughs> the bright walls and the flowers and all that's all una and you know whenever Una's, Una's well whenever she's she's creating something and she's doing something. Whenever moving furniture. She moves furniture <laughs> every Every time I come in, I have to look around and see, is the desk still where it is? Yeah. Because she, and that's when, when stuff stop being, stops being moved, that's when you know there's something. It takes something. me about a week yeah. to notice. Yeah. Or, or Gemini, yeah. No, Gemini notices nothing. So she doesn't. <laughs> but she's not a great way to just saunter in. Um, but no, I think you that time... Um, I give off to these girls about slamming the door. One of our doors is a heavy door and it slams and our walls are very thin. Um, and look, it rattles everything. And I, I think it's a trigger of mine. I think I've said that. Yeah. Slamming doors seem to be, maybe I did it a lot as a teenager <laughs> and maybe wrecked house. But there's one time, and <laughs> I'm sitting at my desk looking opposite. Kira's there and up above hers, lovely wee ornaments that I sprayed <laughs> and put up. And I goes, Look at that, they've moved. They've moved. That's the much she's just slamming the door. What Dustin did, Kira, what Kira decided to do was she moved it on purpose. To see if Una noticed that they were moved. So these kind of games. Because every time I come in, there, if something's moved and everything's yes. moved around. But that's me. You're right, I am creative and I need creativity. Sometimes you, have a th- sometimes you have a thirst for knowledge. You can see you reaching for a book. And, I do. I've got, I'm, e- I'm and dyslexic. And you're eager, uh, eager to learn. Mm-hmm. Oh God, and that's all become because I have a passion. Yeah. For mental well-being. And you I now would busy? grab... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'll get a real thirst for that. See how we all notice what mm-hmm. keeps Other. us. What about you, Kira? Well, I know my cup is filled um, with time out. Time out for myself. So it's usually the gym. And for some people, that's not um, a joyful thing. But for me, it clears my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know um, that my Monday and Thursday body pump and my Tuesday evening grit and core is going to be tough but getting the sweat up and getting um the head cleared is good for me and it helps me then when I go back into the house mm-hmm. to zip with the veins for me uh it's something I have control over I love I love cleaning I love having that um structure and like I know if my floors are clean um I don't care the rest of the house is on its end I don't care what happens for the rest of the day as long as I know that I've brushed them up my floors in the morning mm-hmm. anybody who wants to can come into my house for the rest of the day um so that's what that's what keeps me music mm-hmm, yeah, and as you'll know same. from the weekend i had listened to absolutely anything mm-hmm. uh, and there's music in our house because Eamon's really good and you see what he's like but um anything from the bgs till christy moore to 
everything. Children's metal. songs, mm-hmm. rock, hard metal, and then yeah. you can we put a diddly dee. Uh, but a Beethoven there, and we put it. Well, <laughs> I love we. Well, I don't know if we would sit and listen to the opera now, but oh, then you're on the office yesterday. Ah, oh, she like, did. I she did. I was like, watching? what are we listening to? What's that? It's like spa music. You can just vision the mist over the hills. <laughs> And it was what we were listening to yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, because there's something that's so different to you, mm-hmm. so different to me and Gemma. And what keeps me well won't keep you well, Care, mm-hmm. There's no damn way I'll get to the gym. I'm thinking of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here sweating. Um, but isn't it? I think that's a really good point to get across. What fills my cup is not no, going to fill yours. Totally and often when we enter the hood parenthood, but used to fill our cuppa. Oh. Because that, in a lot of years' time, the gym mightn't suit you, Kira. Mm-hmm. Are you doing whatever? So, I could take know, off at the gym. Jigsaw, yeah. you, could car- <laughs> you could throw a jigsaw across the room. So we do evolve, don't we? And mm-hmm. I think that's really... change. It. Yeah, definitely. But that's just us. That's part of who we are. We, yeah. uh, we are. There's only one Kira O'Gowan. There's only one in Mary Leonard. There's only one Jamie Cassidy. And this is a good job. We'll finish in a couple of yes, jokes. These dolls love the jokes. I haven't a clue. It's over my head half of that's crack. And the cheesier the better. The, the cheesier, cheesier the better. The, better. Uh-huh. the more watts of it. Yeah. <laughs> Your what's it, Gemma? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start her off. Uh, there's two goldfish in a tank. One says to the other, Do you know how to drive this thing? The gears, you're meant to laugh. <laughs> People are usually shocked that I have a police record. I love all the beautiful <laughs> Bada boom <laughs> This is Fill Your Cuppa The Support Together Podcast Brought to you by me I'm the host, Mrs O, Kira O'Gowan And my co-hosts Una Leonard and Gemma Cassidy Today we are supported by Moody Activewear And produced by 9874 Creative